from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, September 20th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Today, Iraqi politicians have failed to form a government six months after elections. Iraqis fear they're going to get a weak government at best. That may not be such a bad scenario. The choice is between civil war and some stability, but maybe not very effective government. And I think of the two evils, civil war is the greatest one. Also, it's after school in Dar es Salaam, and pupils face their toughest challenge of the day to cross the street home without getting hit by a car. Now, this news. BBC News with David Austin. The UN Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon has warned world leaders not to use the economic downturn as an excuse for missing targets on reducing poverty. At a summit in New York to review the Millennium Development Goals, he said they could still be achieved by the target date of 2015, but that progress was fragile. From the UN, our diplomatic correspondent Bridget Kendall reports. The mood here is both positive and anxious. The top goal to cut by half the number of people living in hunger and abject poverty by 2015 does look as though it will be met, partly due to extraordinary growth rates in China, India and Brazil. There's been encouraging progress on getting all children access to primary schooling and in tackling diseases like HIV-AIDS infection and malaria. But other goals are way off track especially reducing infant and maternal deaths. And progress has been uneven. In places, the very poorest have got poorer still, as aid has failed to reach them. An influential separatist leader in Indian-administered Kashmir says protests against Indian rule, in which more than 100 people have died, will continue unless the government meets his core demands. Speaking to the BBC, the leader, Said Ali Shah Gilani, who's viewed as a hardliner, outlined the separatists' terms. India should accept the disputed nature of Jammu and Kashmir as it is internationally uh, accepted as dispute. And then to start the withdrawal of their occupying forces and then the draconian laws which they have imposed in Jammu and Kashmir. President Obama has acknowledged that times are still very hard for many Americans in the wake of the global financial crisis. Speaking at a town hall-style meeting on American TV, President Obama said it was going to take more time than expected to solve an economic problem that had taken years to develop. His comments came as the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development forecast in a report that the United States would experience high unemployment until at least 2013. The Iraqi National Museum has found more than 600 missing ancient artefacts in a storeroom in Baghdad. The items were originally found two years ago by U.S. forces and handed over to the Iraqi government. They were promptly lost and resurfaced in a storeroom at the Iraqi Prime Minister's office. Our correspondent in Baghdad, Gabriel Gatehouse, has the details. The objects include jewellery and clay tablets, as well as bronze figurines dating from the Sumerian period around the 3rd millennium B.C., some had been smuggled out of Iraq before the war, others were looted in the chaos following the 2003 invasion. The National Museum in Baghdad, which once held one of the most comprehensive collections chronicling 7,000 years of Mesopotamian civilization, has still not reopened to the public more than seven years after the war. This is the World News from the BBC. 
President Raul Castro of Cuba has sacked the cabinet minister responsible for basic industry, including oil and nickel production. A statement said the minister, Yadira Garcia, had been removed from her post because of shortcomings at the ministry and weak management of production and investment. It's the latest in a series of changes to Cuba's top leadership since Raul Castro replaced his brother, Fidel, as president in 2008. France has sent dozens of soldiers to the West African country of Niger to try to find seven hostages, five of them French. The soldiers are using reconnaissance planes to search the Sahara Desert for the captives, who were seized from their homes in northern Niger on Thursday. The French government believes they were probably abducted by gun.